I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For all of your Wisconsin Badgers news from the recruiting trail, on the field, and near the rim, this is the Badger Blitz Podcast. If you want to be a Badger, just go along with me by the bright shiny light of the moon. On Overtime Media. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course, Brought to you by Overtime Media. This is Jay Kokorowski, senior writer at BadgerBlitz.com, along with editor, recruiting analyst, John McNamara, here in the Vivid Seats studio. And of course, use promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases, first-time customers only. And John, we're having two more shows at the end of this week because there's so much going on. We have so much content. I'm excited. You know why? Because... Wisconsin had its basketball early signing period. And for the men's basketball program, five young men, five student athletes are now signed, sealed, and delivered for Wisconsin's 2020 class. And we're here to talk about them and talk to one of them. You'll hear in just a few minutes, three-star guard Lauren Bowman from Detroit. And you'll you will hear from him. And then right after that, you'll hear our conversation with Wisconsin assistant coach Joe Krabenhoft recorded that earlier today on Thursday. Lauren's talk was on Tuesday, just a couple days before the signing period. But before that, let's just break down exactly what this class is about, John. Five scholarship signees, two four stars in Ben Carlson and Jonathan Davis, but loads of talent. Greg Gard from obviously, in my opinion, can recruit unlike some people think. But in your opinion, John, what is your overall impressions of the class? Yeah, you know, I think it's a really solid group. Uh, you know, you look at where it stacks up in the country, and uh, Rivals.com has the classes, uh, the number 15 class in the nation right now. And, you know, a lot of that helps because, like you said, Jake, they signed five scholarship guys. Um, you know, all of them, I think, bring a unique skill set uh, to the table. Um, you know, a couple guys from inside the state, you know, that, that starts with the Davis brothers, uh, who are longtime targets for Wisconsin. You know, Johnny Davis picked up an offer from Wisconsin uh, you know, right around his sophomore year. And um, obviously, you know, he was a top priority for the staff for a long time. And then Jordan, you know, began to emerge on their radar. Um, they offered him a scholarship and they committed uh, during that team camp in the summer. Um, then you look at the two guys from D1 Minnesota, um, Stephen Kral, uh and Ben Carlson. And, you know, Carlson, when we had a chance to talk to him, said Wisconsin was the first school to reach out to him, you know, around his freshman year. Uh, so he was a longtime target and crawl is a guy that, you know, kind of a typical Wisconsin recruit, a guy that, uh, you know, continues to develop uh, over his high school career. They got him on campus for, you know, their team camp in the summer. They really liked what he was able to do. Um, you know, a big man who can shoot a little bit from the outside. Um, so they offered him and they, they, you know, they wrapped him up this fall. And then it all started with Lauren Bowman, uh, you know, the first commit in his 2020 class, uh, a guy who can play point guard. He'll probably play off guard if you need him to. Uh, you guys will get a chance to hear him uh, on the podcast today. Um, so, you know, Wisconsin's getting a good basketball player. I think they're getting a great person there, too. And then, you know, to top it off, I, Carter Gilmore's a guy that we talked about, you know, on these podcasts we've written about as a guy that, you know, hey, I wonder if the Badgers 
take a long look at offering him, or I, I wouldn't be shocked if Wisconsin offered. You know, they they had him at the advanced camp in June. I got a chance to see him play. Then they had him at the team camp in the same month, uh, and I thought he did very well. Uh, he played on the EYBL circuit with uh, Phenom University, uh, you know, which is one of the top teams on that Nike circuit. So, you know, to get him as a walk-on is a, is a pretty big steal. I, just to, to finish off here, I just think if you look at the 2020 class and the 2021 class, I mean, they are really going to, those two classes shape the future of uh, the Wisconsin basketball program. And, you know, I think they, the first chunk of that, the first half of that, uh, which they signed on Wednesday, is a really, really good start. And if you look at 2021, they, they have a good foundation for that as well. So uh, I, I think the future is bright for the Wisconsin basketball program. Uh, you know, Greg Gard, I think, like you said, Jake, proved that he can go out and recruit. Um, and, you know, they have to get it done again next year because, you know, you're looking at, you know, 10, 11 guys, 10, 11 scholarship guys that are coming in the next two cycles. I mean, that's a huge number for basketball. And like I said, it's going to shape the future of the program for a long time. Let's take you to that interview with Lauren Bowman early on here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. Great conversation about what attracted him to Wisconsin, where they look for him to play at the next level in terms of position, and so much more. So listen in right now. Right after that, we'll play our interview with Joe Krabenhoff, the Wisconsin assistant coach. Stay tuned for a lot of great content here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. And to kick everything off, we're going to talk to the first verbal commitment of the 2020 class from Detroit, Michigan. Lauren Bowman is on the line. Welcome, Lauren, to the show, and thanks for making some time for us tonight. No problem, guys. I'm happy to be here. Let me ask you, you are you were the first verbal commitment for the 2020 class almost, what, a year ago, and now you are able to sign coming up. How does it feel being able to finally put you know the pen to paper everything signed, sealed, and delivered, and you're officially a Badger? Um, it's uh, it's absolutely a blessing. Um, you know, not many kids have an opportunity to um, do stuff like this. And, you know, I've been waiting a long time for the day, so I'm, I'm really excited to um, really excited to get going. And, and Lauren, you made a, a pretty early commitment to Wisconsin just in terms of how things normally shake out uh, with, with basketball recruiting. Um, I know that Wisconsin was in really early for you, uh, but, you know, what did they do that maybe set them apart? And I guess most importantly, what did they do that made you feel comfortable making a decision so early in the process? Um, just the relationship they really built with me and um, the trust I felt they wanted to make with me. And they really made me feel like I was a priority. Um, you know, coming in, they had recruited some other guys and some other guys were at the um, top of their list. But when some other guys committed to different schools, they really pushed out to be hard and made me really feel like they really wanted me and um, I was a priority for their school. And, you know, I've always wanted to go to a place where I'm wanted and, you know, they want uh, me as a person on and off the court. So I felt like Wisconsin was the best place for me to do that. You know, I, I know that we've talked in the past about this, but, you know, is Wisconsin recruiting you as a point guard, a shooting guard, or maybe a guy that can kind of play, you know, that combo guard position, uh, you know, someone who can play probably both spots when he gets on campus. Yeah, they recruited me um, to play point guard, but um, we've had conversations where they can feel I can uh, run the one as well as slide over to the two-guard position. Um, so basically, you know, a combo guard if they need it, or, you know, I can run the point guard as well. So that's, um, that's pretty much what they recruited me for. And, you know, during your official visit to Wisconsin, just take us through that weekend. Um, you know, who were you able to – 
you know, spend time with as your player host and maybe something that really caught your attention or maybe surprised you during your official visit to Wisconsin? Um, well, the first time I took two official visits. So um, the first one was back in November of 2018 when um, I hadn't committed yet. Um, and the first time I uh, took a visit, um, the attention to detail uh, that the basketball program and the university has is second to none. Um, they really make you feel like you're a priority. So they know all the things that you like to do. They know your favorite snacks. They know your favorite food. You know, they take time and they do their due diligence to make sure they know what their player um, that they're recruiting likes. So I just thought um, everything was really planned out and really mapped out to shape how I wanted it to be. And also, um, they're they're a family. Um, you know, me being from Detroit and be going to Wisconsin and be away from home for extended periods of time. So I wanted that family atmosphere, and I felt like everybody was really close-knit and everybody was together. Everybody did stuff together, and that's what I was really looking for. So it really made me feel like a uh, home. So some self-evaluation time. What do you feel you can bring to the team in terms of your skill set and, and what you can do on the court? Um, I, I really feel like um, I'm a really unique player. Um, just my ability to you know make shots um, as well as get in the lane and what, um, look for other teammates and you know able to create shots for myself as well as for other guys. I really feel I think that's a really big strength in my game. I'm, I'm really excited to bring it to Madison next year. <laughs> and. You know, after your commitment, did any other schools, um, you know, inquire about you or reach out to you or say, hey, we'd, we'd love to get you on campus? Um, I know that you completely shut things down on your end, but did any other schools kind of keep in contact after your commitment to Wisconsin? Actually, not at all, which goes to show um, college coaches nowadays are really respectful of uh, other guys, you know, in the recruiting process. Nobody actually hit me up at all. Um, I'm just speaking for myself. Um, no other schools really recruited me or tried to, you know, get me. So that really goes to show that uh, the respect level for other schools. So you know, you're one of five in terms of scholarship players for for the 2020 class. How have you seen the relationships grow with, you know, four within the past few months have verbally committed? How have you seen the relationships between all five of you? And along with Carter Gilmore, the 2020 walk-on, how have you guys? How's how have the relationships grown for everybody? Um, the relationships have grown really well. Um, I think everybody's starting to know each other, and you know um, what guys like to do. Um, we actually have a group chat. You know, we all have each other on social media. You know, if somebody posts a picture, we'll like it and stuff like that. And we'll just talk to each other from time to time, just telling each other how excited we are to play with each other. So um, I think everybody's really excited to see what we can do and what we can bring to um, Wisconsin basketball, and I'm really excited as well. Okay, who's the funniest guy in the group chat then? Oh, man. Um, I don't think we really have one. Um, well, I haven't got to know him that well, who's the funniest, but I'm pretty sure um, some people are pretty funny, so we'll get to see <laughs> that pretty soon. <laughs> um, real quick, too, how many times have you been overall to Madison, and what's your favorite place to eat here in town? I've been to Madison twice, and, um, man, on my first official visit, they took me to a place, I think it was called Samba, and it's um, it was yep. this place, like, it's really good. Um, that was one of my official visit dinners, and it was really good. And then they, um, they took me to Somniac Cookies, you know, the ice cream cookie sandwiches, and um, I really enjoy ice cream. So I think those two places are probably my favorite. <laughs> what are your plans for signing day, man? It's got to be, I mean, are you, are you going to be signing early this month and and what are the plans that they have for you for your school how is the whole day going to unfold for you well um uh i will be signing this month yes um i know national signing day is tomorrow so i think i'll sign 
um, one time for the kids at my school uh, during the day. And then on Saturday, having more of a close-knit family, you know, celebration on Saturday in the gym. Well, I'll sign again. So um, I think that's what the day is going to consist of, you know, just being around friends and family, you know, just celebrating and um, having a good time. And then you, you mentioned your high school. Um, I, you know, I had a chance to talk to your high school coach. And, you know, could you speak to, you know, St. Mary's and, um, you know, the uh, I guess the way it prepares you for college life. I know that your, your coach spoke very highly about your academics and, um, you know, just the tight schedule that you're on and, and the requirements that you guys have both on and off the court. And just, you know, what your high school experience and how that is, you know, probably going to prepare you pretty well for Wisconsin. Yeah, definitely. Um, Orchard Lake St. Mary's is really a unique and special place as far as um, having academics and athletics at the same time. They really push you to become um, become a man in a sense when you come in as a freshman. You know, they want you to evolve and, you know, take on more responsibility to be on class and, you know, as well as um, taking care of your athletics too. So I think overall it's just a great place. Um, if I weren't for St. Mary's, I don't really think I'd be the person I am today. You know, they really helped and shaped and molded me to the to the person I am. So um, I speak high volumes of the places, one of the one of the best high schools around. And that uh, kind of segues to my next question. Uh, Julian Roper took his official visit this weekend. Um, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm assuming that you you'd love him to join uh, join you at Wisconsin. But you know, what kind of stuff do you tell him? Do you let him make his decision on your own? I guess what kind of role do you play in that? Um, in, when it comes to Julian and just his, his recruitment? Um, I would say I pray a pretty big wall. Um, but as well, I want him to make a smart decision for himself and his family because, you know, that's all you can do at the end of the day is, you know, look out for you and yourself and your family. But I'm always in his ear about Wisconsin. Um, I asked him about his Twitter visit last week, and he said, you know, man, they're making it pretty hard. And I was like, yeah, man, that's what they're supposed to do, man. You know, so I think uh, he had a really good time, and then he's able to see where everything that's um, – Wisconsin is able to offer you know it's just an amazing place you know a beautiful town and uh, the people everybody's really genuine and nice and they want to help you succeed on and off the court so that's what I tell them all the time every day I'm like hey man we got to get you man like whatever we got to do man so <laughs> I'm always in his ear I'm always um you know pricking at him but um I ultimately want him to make the best decision for him and his family but you know I'm always in his ear sure and how do you think you two complement each other on the floor you know obviously prep teammates this upcoming winter but you know, that could potentially carry on to college as well. How do you two complement each other when you're on the floor together? I think um, me and him have a really good flow in chemistry. Um, I kind of know where he likes to play um, on the court, what spots he likes to be at at times, you know. So we just kind of play off each other, you know. One guy's hot and, you know, we let him do their thing. If I'm rolling and or if he's rolling, you know, we just feed off each other. So I'm really excited if he um, chooses the Badgers. So I feel like we have a really good chemistry on and off the court. You know, I've known him since I was in middle school. So we've been playing with each other for I don't know how long. So I really think um, it'd be really good. Lauren, we appreciate you making time for us the night before National Signing Day. Thank you again so much. Congratulations and enjoy the festivities. And uh, we'll be covering you coming up next year when you're in Cardinal and White. <laughs> no problem, guys. Uh, appreciate you having me. Um, uh, you guys have a blessed night. Joining us now on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, we just spoke with Lauren Bowman. Now we are here with Wisconsin assistant coach Joe Krabenhoff on a Thursday morning. We're a couple days later after we talked to Lauren. But, Joe, how are you doing? And have you gotten any rest after last night's game? 
<laughs> I'm doing well. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Yeah, I got a little bit of rest, but uh, it was a good day. Ended with a win, and uh, in between then, we uh, were able to sign five great uh, student-athletes to be a part of this program going forward. So a good day, even if you don't get any sleep when you win and you have a victory in recruiting, it's uh, you can do with a little bit of sleep. You'll be fine. <laughs> now, being a former player uh, yourself, is there a crazy recruiting story that you had during your recruitment uh, when you were headed to Wisconsin as a player? Uh, crazy? I, I don't know if I'd say crazy. My recruitment went kind of textbook, although it did happen a little earlier than most. Um, but uh, just had, had a good experience at all the schools I visited. I think one thing that stood out uh, when I came to Wisconsin on an official visit was when we took down number one Ohio State. I believe Lee Evans caught a game-winning touchdown in the end zone and students rushed the field and the thing that always stands out that my family and I always talk about is why Wisconsin was so neat we fit the culture after the game a student who clearly had been overserved. we're walking back to the Kohl Center it was rainy or wet or snowy I remember dives into a mud puddle right in front of my dad and mom <laughs> and just splashed him I'm not committed Flashes him with mud all oh. over his white Wisconsin shirt that he just bought. You know, we're on Wisconsin on our visit. And Coach Guard, who was the lead recruiter for me, you know, he's walking with my mom and dad. Just feels terrible. I mean, something like that happens as a recruiter. You're you're sitting there going, oh, no, they're, they're not going to want to come here. Little did they know the Kravnoffs thought that was the coolest thing of all time and that, hey, we fit right in with these people at Wisconsin. So I guess it was uh, – it ended up being – perfectly fine but at the time I know coach guard was just crushed like oh no the Kravnoffs are gonna think Wisconsin's you know a bunch of crazies drunks and all this stuff but it worked out fine <laughs> that's fantastic I'm gonna have to ask Greg about that yep. at some point that's good that's oh, yeah. <laughs> now looking at this class you know Ben Carlson mentioned Wisconsin was the first program that really made contact with him his freshman year just how early do Greg you and, and the Wisconsin staff typically begin to identify players for respective recruiting classes. Yeah, I would say this, this program, Wisconsin, has been doing it for a long time. I mean, they back even thinking about my recruitment and others that I played with or, or followed uh, through this program, they, they start really young. Um, and we're fortunate to be able to do that and identify guys. Not, kind of in the Midwest, we, we're able to target people because we, we don't cast such a wide net to over across the country. We identify areas of the country that we know will work for us um but but coach guard is, and coach ryan kind of started have been doing that for years and i remember getting a phone call with, from a uh high school and au coach in in minnesota um that that was recommending ben carlson to us and he was just uh beginning his freshman year of high school so we followed up on it like like you should do and and got in touch with ben and and uh, had him down for a game, and I remember he was about six foot four, six foot five, skinny. But uh, you could you could just tell by the way he looked and uh, the things he was talking about there on his first visit. And then we went and saw him a couple months later that he had Wisconsin written all over him. So being able to start early, I think, pays off when it comes time, you know, for these kids to make decisions. That relationship uh, is so strong three, four years down the road. Now, too, you, you talked about, you know, um, with, with Ben, you know, him and Stephen Crowell, two more Minnesota products that made their, their way across state lines. You've seen that with Tyler Wall, Nate Reavers, Brad Davison, Joe Hedstrom. 
among others uh, in the past. How has Wisconsin established ties to the Gopher State and some of its best players? I think it's just a natural fit. I mean, it, the Wisconsin, um, obviously our greatest population of students, not just student athletes, um, is from the state of Wisconsin. The second largest um, crowd is from the state of Minnesota. And I think vice versa when you look at uh, Minnesota and where their students come from. So it, geographically it fits. Um, I think the other part, you know, parents want to see their kids play. You know, families want to be at as many games as they can. Not only can they drive down to Madison, you know, three and a half hours uh, to see games here at the Kohl Center, they we're, we're in the Big Ten. You know, we're playing at Minnesota. We're playing in Iowa. There's other, there's other venues they can get to. So I think it just is a very natural fit. Um, the, but those relationships and roots have been established long before I was here or I got recruited or, or anything like that. I think Coach Ryan and Coach Guard identified Minnesota as a, as a great uh, um, um, place that, you know, we could uh, establish a, an identity there. And, and, the, and then you get one that does really well. You get a Jordan Taylor who becomes an All-American. You get a Brad Davison who's able to, you know, capture the audience of Minnesota. And then these, these kids see it and they go, shoot, I could do that too. It's not that far. And, you know, it just keeps on rolling and rolling. So it's, it's been a good relationship with the coaches and AAU programs too. I'll say with that AAU, Wisconsin's got some great connections with D1 Minnesota. What makes that program, that AAU program so, so appealing? I I think, you know, again, you just look at Midwest values and and things, uh, the families of those, uh, student athletes that we get from Minnesota, they're about the right things. They all value a, a great education. Um, they play the game the right way. Very, very good uh, high school coaches up in up in that region of Minnesota. And the AU programs kind of uh, embody the right things that that our program's about. It's not just D1. It's it's Howard Poley who we've had tremendous success uh, with a lot of kids from Howard Poley and D1 Minnesota. I was a Poley Panther back in the day, believe it or not. So it's it's just long-standing <laughs> relationships, a trust factor um, between coaches, families, AU coaches, all that kind of. It just all comes together, and and the kids are comfortable with what we're about and who we are as a program and university. Now, Carlson, a couple of weeks back, mentioned the Badger Blitz that there there was a vision for him, or they the staff envisioned him to play out on the wing and a little bit of inside at three and four positions. Uh, he also mentioned basically maybe the name Sam Decker and Frank Kaminsky as a comparison in terms of the where he would play. What skill set does he bring to to Wisconsin that could allow him to do so? Uh, very, very diverse skill set. I think uh, you, you, you're talking about a guy who obviously is going to have to get better to, to be able to do it at the highest level and uh, in the Big Ten and, and throughout, you know, playing against some of the best teams in the country. So the development never stops, the hunger to get better. But he's got that. That's that's the most important thing is that you realize you haven't made it just because you signed at a big-time university. And he has that type of mentality. But a skill set where uh, he can put it on the floor, He's, he's, he's big and strong and athletic, so he's able to put the ball on the floor. He knows where he can dominate, and that's inside on, on the block, and he's very skilled and very good around the rim. And he's a, a, continuing to develop an outside shot that you you add all three of those things together, you become really hard to guard. And I think that's as simple as I can put it, but it really is that way. Um, when you talk about a guy like Frank and Sam and John Luer, and we bring those names up, just it, it's, 
so people can envision what this may look like. But Ben Carlson's going to become the best version of Ben Carlson. Each one of those guys is different in their own unique way, um, and they fit kind of what we value, you know, and, and they're about the right things. I think more importantly, all those guys came to Wisconsin to be a part of something bigger than themselves, and Ben has those character characteristics and qualities. Now, one more thing about a Minnesota product with uh, Stephen Crowell. What did you guys see from him during team camp that set him apart and made you guys want to offer down the road? Well, we we had seen him um, year year or year year and a half before that as well, and have kind of been following his progress up until team camp, knowing we were going to get Eastview as high school team on our campus and we were able to see him up close and personal um, but just the development the continual you know progression of becoming a better player of getting bigger and stronger the first time i saw him i would probably eyeball him at six nine by june he was seven feet six eleven seven feet so you see that growth too and uh, who are we kidding that uh, you can't teach seven feet um, and then his, just his skill set, watching him up close, seeing him catch the ball on the block, his vision, his ability at his size. I believe he's got a very good IQ. He understands the game. So uh, it was just a combination of, of things. Again, like all these guys, he brings a, a diverse skill set, and uh, he, he's a big that, that really, really shoots it. So I think, you know, kind of like Nate Reavers, Nate's developed now a little further than when he came out of high school, but along the, those same lines. And uh, another kid who who wanted to be a part of this program, you know, you're you're gonna get kids that want to be a part of something, and and uh, you know he's he, he's always stressed that he wanted to be here. Now looking across the Mississippi, and not trying to lump uh, two players into one question, ones of my own at home, uh, but with Jonathan and Jordan Davis, how are their games similar, but also how do they differ and complement each other? Wins at home, you must be busy. Always. <laughs> the Davis the Davises got two sets of twins. How about that? What? Okay. <laughs> they got an eleven-year-old okay. brother and sister that are that are twins as well. So I have a, I got four kids at home that are, none of them are twins, but I can't imagine uh, what those mom and mom and dad <laughs> go through. But uh, uh, both of them are, are are different. They look a lot alike, that's for sure. But they're different in their games. I think Jordan, um, the best thing he brings right now is he's a confident shooter and he knows the fastest way on the floor and the best, biggest impact he can make right now is on the defensive end. And just that, that mindset, that being a guy who understands that, gives him an edge defensively. He plays tough. He, he got that through you know years and years of playing football and going across the middle. Um, as a receiver, so he's got a toughness factor to him. But he, he's a developing offensive player that, that is a very good catch-and-shoot guy. But I think he's, he's a good athlete. He's underrated. He can handle the ball. He's got good vision. He's very unselfish, which is important. So, uh, and then you look at his brother, Johnny, and uh, um, a lot of those same qualities, uh, a very dynamic scorer and slasher kind of uh, somebody we haven't seen in a Badger uniform in a while, probably, and that's not taking anything away from anybody we've had, but think along the lines, I, I know this is crazy because his number will be in the rafters here shortly, and he scored a ton of points, but Orlando Tucker, the way he was able to slash to the rim and finish it way above the rim and, and you know, just score it kind of unorthodox style, he can jump in the air and kind of make a decision from there because he's up there for so long. Johnny's got that type of athleticism, and he's got a competitor's 
mentality unlike I've ever seen you know he you almost have to bring him down a little bit <laughs> you don't ever have to fire Johnny up to go out and compete and try to try to take down his opponent and take it at him you never have to worry about that with Johnny he you almost have to temper him down but uh, I hope we never have I, I don't like doing that but uh, it's a lot easier to coach guys that are fired up all the time and play with that hunger than it is trying to get guys to to be aggressive so he's he's going to be a joy to coach now, looking at Lauren Bowman's verbal commit for this 2020 class, and he mentioned earlier this week that he was being recruited as a point guard, but could possibly slide over to the two position. What did you identify early in him? What did the staff identify early in him that could make him a fit at Wisconsin? Uh, the first thing we saw, he came to an individual camp uh, in between his sophomore and junior year, and he was the toughest kid at camp. He was in drills. We do stations at team camp, and he's diving on the floor, taking charges, talking, making sure, you know, he doesn't know any of these guys in the gym, and he's the, got his mouth going, talking guys through what they should be doing, competing at a very high level. So that, that, that was the first thing that stood out is he had great leadership um, characteristics, kind of like a point guard on the or a quarterback on the basketball floor. He was doing all those things. So, um, and then as we continued to watch him throughout that summer, he was just steady, very solid, good with his decision making. He knows who he is. He he's comfortable playing at any pace. He can push it and play fast. He knows when it's time to do that, but he also knows when it's time to get his teammates involved, set guys up, and uh, he's no one. I mean, he works as hard as anybody I know. He's always in the gym. He's got a father that pushes him constantly to be better. So we're excited about his future and the type of kid he is because he's got so many good characteristics and qualities that you want in a point guard. But, yeah, I mean, if if we're to slide him over to the two, anytime he can play multiple guys that think like a point guard, that have multi-dimensional skill set with the ball in their hands I think that's fantastic we've played you know Brad and Demetric Trice and you know other guys together and I think that makes us even better it appears you guys the Wisconsin staff are putting out more offers out earlier in the process would you agree with that and 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 what benefit does that have um I, I don't know if I'd say it's more than in the past I would just say you know, it it comes in, in bunches. It, it kind of fluctuates. You, you you look across. I mean, we start here in the state of Wisconsin, and, you know, you obviously want to try to get identify and get those kids in your own state, but um, that comes in bunches. And, and maybe in one class you got three, four guys that, that not only athletically are good enough to play at your level, but also fit who we are as a university culturally and maybe the most important academically. So sometimes you'll see in a class where – we can identify early 10 guys and they'll get offers at a young age. Maybe, I don't know, but then there's other classes that you run into down the road or in in previous years where, you know, they don't check all those boxes, meaning what we need on the basketball floor, who we are as a university and a program culturally. And then, like I said, most importantly, academically. So all those things have to match up. And sometimes you'll run into, big groups of them and and like like we did in the 2020 class where we were able to identify early in the 21 class where we've been able to identify early all these kids meet match those things we need as a university and a program um so it's been good right now but it'll come in bunches ebbs and flows of recruiting but i think coach guard he's been here for 
a long time and he knows what works here. He's constantly on us about making sure we recruit the right type of student, the right type of people, and match that with what we need on the basketball floor. So um, he's, he's done a great job of leading us as a, as a staff uh, on to the right guys, and uh, uh, we're excited about the, the guys we got coming in and um, guys we've been getting over the last couple of years. How important are the 2020 and 2021 classes going to be for the future of the program in your eyes? Uh, I mean, very important. You look at um, this this junior class that we have right now of Davison, Reavers, Trice, Ford, Potter, and Anderson. You know, he, he can go back and forth depending on if he can get that waiver. So that's a huge class that will exit um, after following next year, right? So you you want – I think that's why that 2020 class, being able to bring in five plus one walk-on that – that we're not able to talk about yet, but you're able to bring that class in. Some of them will be able to come in and, and contribute right away. Time will tell. They'll earn that opportunity. But most importantly, they're going to be taught underneath a, an incredible senior class who understands what it takes to win in this program and at this level. They'll they'll learn. You know, they're they're going to learn a lot from them, more from them as a senior group than they will from the coaching staff. So we were um, excited that we were able to bring in such a big class that not only fits us in so many ways, but that we'll be able to learn from that outgoing senior class because boom, they're gone. You're going to see a lot of new names on the back of those jerseys that, that haven't probably played a ton of minutes because that senior class will gobble up so many minutes, right? So it's important that that, that, that class learns a lot, comes in, um, and establishes themselves and takes a lot from what those guys have done here. Joe, man, appreciate your insight, and I'll see you later tonight after practice then. Sounds great. Absolutely. Good to, good to be on and uh, excited about the future, and hopefully the rest of the season continues to trend upward like it's been. A big game happens coming up this Sunday, Wisconsin and Marquette on the basketball court inside the Cool Center for the men's basketball programs, but also the home finale for the Wisconsin Badgers football team takes place not this Saturday, but next Saturday against Purdue. It will be a senior day, emotional day for Chris Orr, Zach Bond, and many others. But of course, make sure you have your seat for those games with Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for the events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. Vivid Seats Rewards. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program today. And when it's time to buy, new users enter promo code OVERTIME at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. November, one of the great sport months of the year. Of course, you have the Wisconsin Badgers, but of all football, college hoops, you name it, my bookie is the place to get in on the action. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payoff. Of course, props, futures, and in-game betting available are too, are available too with NBA lines, NFL lines, NHL, and NCAA hoops. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. And that means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. 
Just use promo code OVERTIME to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code OVERTIME to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We are back on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. I'm Jay Kokorowski, senior writer. We've got editor, recruiting analyst, John McNamara. Big thanks for Joe Krabenhoff for making some time with us. Lauren Bowman as well. Before we let you all go, just want to hit a couple quick hitters in terms of this class of Wisconsin Badgers for the 2020 class. John, let's start off first. Let's go biggest win. Yeah, it's a good question. I, I think it comes down to probably Ben Carlson and, and Jonathan Davis. But I'll go Carlson because he was an out-of-state kid, uh, even though Wisconsin's done a very good job in the state of Minnesota. Um, you know, I, I really thought that uh, Stanford and, and Xavier were out in front for him. Uh, for for a good chunk of time, and then Wisconsin just kind of reemerged, um, you know, late in the process, and they got him on campus for an official visit, and they they wrapped it up. So I would say that was probably the biggest one. He's the highly, he's the most highly rated recruit in this class of of five scholarship guys. Uh, so I'll go Ben Carlson, uh, the kid out of D one Minnesota. A little different with this next one. Who has the biggest upside in your opinion? Yeah, you know, it might be. It might be Stephen Crowell, just because I think you're looking at a kid, you know, six foot ten, still learning how to play at that size. Uh, his body's still going to fill out. You know, he might be the best candidate of those five scholarship guys to redshirt uh, next season, or I guess when he when he arrives on campus that season. Um, although Wisconsin, you know, they they need some help. Uh, you, you know, in the post behind. You know, Reavers will be back and Potter will be back. You know, that whole group will be back besides Brevin Pritzel. So um, I think he'll have a chance. But, you know, in terms of a guy that, who's still kind of just scratching the surface of what he can do, uh, I'll probably go Stephen Corral there. John, in your opinion, third question, who is, if there is one, a sleeper in this class? Yeah, I, I'd probably go with John, uh, Jordan Davis. You know, he, in some people's eyes, I think is the, the throw-in. Uh, you know, with, with his brother, uh, Jonathan, who is, you know, the more highly recruited kid, the more highly ranked kid. Uh, but, you know, I, th- I think Jordan has a chance to be a good player at Wisconsin. Uh, you know, he's he's a guy that was getting a lot of looks for basketball. Or I'm sorry, for football as well. Uh, you know, once he really focuses on basketball, um, I think that, you know, he's going to continue to improve. And I think he's going to carve out a nice niche on this team. So uh, I, I would put him as my answer for this category. That'll wrap up this show. Of course, find us on badgerblitz.com, wisconsin.rivals.com, and then Facebook, Wisconsin Badgers on badgerblitz.com, on Twitter at McNamara Rivals, me at Coco K-O-C-O. And then for this podcast, make sure you guys listen on Apple, Google, Spotify, tune in. Subscribing is for free on for this podcast. So when you hit the subscribe button, all your episodes, all the episodes that are new instantly come to your device or your laptop or your desktop tablet or iPhone or Android phone. 
it's there for you right away. Feel free to give us some reviews. We love, we want to make this the best podcast out there for Wisconsin Badger fans. So five-star reviews are great. If not, hey, give us some feedback. How can we be better than what we are? So you know what? This is the first of two shows in back-to-back days. We'll have this up on Thursday night. Friday, early on, we're going to have our Wisconsin-Nebraska preview. Got Sean Callahan from Husker Online joining us, plus an interview with Caesar Williams, cornerback, about facing Adrian Martinez and Nebraska. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys in just uh, about 12 hours here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media.